dumb shit. We'll get it done. Anyway, let's see if we can. Um... So Burner Boy spoke on this whole thing with people criticizing him about his um, his comments about black Africans or black Americans don't have culture like Nigerians because the culture is stolen. You know, people, we covered that last stream. Let's see what he said. By the way, salute to my boy Speedy, man. He'd be working. Did, did you, was it your idea to use the Jeremiah sample? Uh-huh. Very blatant and obvious reaction to the snippet after you posted it. Uh, nobody denied that the song was good, but a lot of people felt as if it maybe had a lot of black American influences. What? And your whole career, you've always preached unity and bringing black people together. But there's one quote that's been inescapable for you at this point. And everybody says that you once said or alluded to black Americans not having any culture. So they were like, well, wait a second. Why is he wearing shoes that look like Tim's and sampling an American song if black Americans have no culture? See, me, what I like to do is if I read something, I like to see who is saying it. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm still going to do my job. I'm still going to do. <laughs> I barely even understand what he just said. I think your mic muted. Huh? I can't hear you. Peace to the divine family. I'm happy to be here. What'd you say? I can't hear you. Hello? Yes, sir. You can hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Peace of the divine family. We got Dr. Inky. <laughs> can y'all hear me Let's now? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, but Burner Boy, I, I I barely understood what his response was. It damn near sounded like he was talking some some Creole or something. Hello. Yeah. What's good with it? Oh, okay. All right. So y'all can hear me. That's good. Crip Jesus, we can't hear you though, family. Y'all can't hear me. You can't hear me? We can't hear Crip Jesus. For real? We need you to get your audio straight. Hold on. What about now? Can you hear me now?
Can you hear me now? Nah, I can't hear Crip Jesus. Okay, well, I'm gonna come right back then. Um, yeah, that's on the right sentence. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not on the right sentence. That might have been my fault. <laughs> it might have been my fault. We will give him a chance to get back in. He went to Complex. Burner Boy Complex. By the way, Burner Boy, yeah, I'm about to hit his people back up. Bro, I went to the concert. I'm not, first of all, I, I never feel entitled to interviews like from these guys. But Burner, bro, we got to do some shit. We, we'll get it done. Anyway, let's see if we can. Uh, So Burner Boy spoke on this whole thing with people criticizing him about his um, his comments about black Africans or black Americans don't have culture like Nigerians because the culture is stolen. You know, people we covered that last stream. This is what he said. By the way, my boy Speedy, man, he be working. Did did you was it your idea to use the Jeremiah sample? Very blatant and obvious reaction to the snippet after you posted it. Uh, nobody denied that it was good, but a lot of people felt as if it maybe had a lot of Black American influences. And your whole career, you've always preached unity and bringing Black people together. But there's one quote that's been inescapable for you at this point, and everybody says that you once said or alluded to. Black Americans not having any culture. So they were like, well, wait a second. Why is he wearing shoes that look like Tim's and sampling an American song if Black Americans have no culture? See, me, what I like to do is, if I read something, I like to see who is saying it. Yeah, at the end of the day, I'm still gonna do my job. I'm still gonna do what my mission is. My mission is to bring us together, you know what I mean? My mission is, All right, so that was about right where I stopped it the first time, and then you know we had our technical difficulties. So, um, what's your opinion on what we heard so far with what Burner Boy is saying? Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm be honest, right? It's almost like he kind of cornered them because I didn't hear him say it. Now I don't think the journalist is lying. You feel what I'm saying? And him saying, oh, you said this or not. But he went straight to my mission is to bring us together. So I don't really get to hear the context in which he said it. But with that being said, just to get straight to it, though, um, a lot of people who look exactly like us that come from other parts of the world, whether it be Jamaicans or you know, Ethiopians or listen, nigga, just spit it out because I'm Haitian. So what you where you where you going with it? Just, I'm just saying that a lot of people amongst us may have this a different different opinions about us when it comes to culture because 
we don't we don't identify you know what i mean we just keep it wide open with the whole black african thing it's such a large scale it, we're kind of like absolutists with, with our identity you know black and and african you know how, you know how much of a large scale that is of different things to choose from so when they have their nationality and they come amongst us it gives them this sort of like arrogance you know what i mean like oh yeah you know you know i'm from nigeria i'm teaching the black everybody their culture that was stripped you know the black american you know uh well, nipsey may feel like that you feel what i'm saying like all of it yeah but let me let me say this let me well let me say this um as a young black man born in the in the south bronx in the late 70s I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, Amer I am American culture. Rap started with us, my generation, like this, this, I'm the culture. But on the flip side, I'm Haitian. And I, I still remember my grandfather, you know, like his principles and his work ethic. And so I understand both dynamics. I understand the foreign black people, not to mention the, the fact that they got to deal with heavy brainwashing from the customs, you know, like them people as a part of going through that process. They like tanked the idea of mixing cultures and, and mixing up with American blacks to an extent to people incoming blacks. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so they have that. You know, plus TV and movies and all the other shit they didn't see where we look goofy. So you got those things going on, but then just the general educational differences, the differences in work ethic, the differences in family dynamic, you know, where black people from outside of America, they automatically, it's not even like a nine out of ten times like they still eat together at least one meal a day they're gonna eat it together period like that's just it don't even in america people eat everywhere they eat in their bed on the floors standing right there people eat all through different times throughout the day like and this is just something that's considered to be not even a big deal you know what I'm saying? But all these is the things that make up a culture, how you eat, how you dress, how you socialize with your family and your friends. Like that's that's culture, literally. And if we don't have the same idea as our foreign counterparts on clothing or socializing or working or whatever, you you got to say, you know, yes, we don't have traditional black culture that, you well, know, foreign foreign people may be behind. But I would say we got culture that the whole world is following. So it's, I would say know, this. I would say you can look from both. Look, ways. No, yeah, let me yeah, let me look. I would say this. Where I was going with it was that's why I use the word arrogant. Right. Is that. It doesn't matter if our culture is good or bad or how a motherfucker feel about it. The fact of the matter is, it's dominant 
and they are following behind us in the brainwashing with the whole Africa, 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 Africa overload makes it to where black becomes stuck in a box. And now you have a person still in our culture and telling us, oh, I'm teaching it back to you. Feel Wait a saying? minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you sound a kind of bias. Audience, I want y'all to uh, uh, tell me if y'all think Crip Jesus sound a little biased. Is he is this sound like he's going to be against Jabari in this debate of Africans versus Native Americans? <laughs> what y'all think? <laughs> I mean, look how it's already playing out. Hey, you, you fucked up starting with that clip. You got me ready now. Look, hey, look how it started <laughs> out, bro. I actually rock with the Yorubas in the Nigerian. I rock with the Nigerians specifically. The Yoruba tribe. I know his name is Agulu and all that. I fuck with you though. I kind of breaking up, yeah. I remember that about my boy. And then he's not the only one, bro. They love the narrative that makes sense to them, and they say something. It's the same thing the European. And he doesn't want to acknowledge our contributions. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Go, let me, let me go, go out and come back in. Your, your mic of Europe. Your mic is breaking up. You got to go out and come back in. A bridge that okay. to build a bridge that can't be broken. A bridge that that should have always been there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So. For me, that's not really irrelevant. I don't really look at none of that because everyone is trying to, I feel like when people that say that have their own agendas mm. of saying that, you know what I mean? And coming back to the point of saying, I said that uh, black people had no culture or whatever. Does that even sound like, does that sound like something? <laughs> if you if you read, if you watch the video of the interview or whatever, the little whatever. Clip. Which, if you can show me the part where I said <laughs> that black Americans have no culture, if you can just that's all I need. If somebody can just show me that part, <laughs> then we'll it'll all be put to bed. You understand, but at the end of the day, it's like people who like something. If you if you read, if you watch the video of the interview or whatever, the little whatever clip, which, if you can show me the part where I said <laughs> that black Americans have no culture if you can just that's all i need if somebody can just show me that part <laughs> then we'll it'll all be put to bed you understand but at the end of the day it's like people who who want as i said if i don't make something relevant then it's not relevant mm. as far as i'm concerned so it's like there's nothing i said that malcolm x did they say mm. okay can i pause here and, and, and i'm gonna speak as a jamaican american I'm gonna speak as a Jamaican American, and, and I feel like I have a nice little niche or a nice little hook on what this conversation kind of is. Just even hear what he just said, and I get it. I think a lot of people who are Black Americans are very tired of immigrant blacks like myself, like Burner Boy, who come from other countries but then use the fact that they came from other countries to shame them. And 
it becomes an infighting thing because, for example, I do know a lot of black Americans or I do know a lot of Africans who came over here to their first generation, African-Americans, but they're really from like Nigeria or whatever. And they do look at black people or black culture. And there is an air of, oh, we better than them niggas. Oh, all they do is sell drugs, do bullshit, fight with each other, shoot each other. We're going to come over here, go to school, go be lawyers and doctors and engineers. But don't be like, I ain't going to lie. I've, I've had people in my family say, like, especially about a traditional just black American, just like, yeah, that motherfucker is going to be scamming, doing all the bad things. Don't really fuck with them because their mindset of what success is is not what we're bringing you here for. So what happens is, that resentment kind of comes is seen for black Americans as, Oh, y'all think y'all better than us. Oh, y'all think y'all better than us. What you think, Crip? Okay. He's still hooking. He's still hooking himself up. So you came from Nigeria. You're coming over here. And, and I think this is a part where, you know, Tyreek Nashiz and, and the others build their FBA shit off of. They usually say, well, well, motherfucker, burner boy, if, if, if you think y'all Nigerians are better than us, and the others build their FBA shit, it's seen for black Americans as, oh, y'all think y'all better than us. Oh, y'all think y'all better than us. So you came from Nigeria. You're coming over here. And, and I think this is a part where, you know, Tyreek Nashiz and, and the others build their FBA shit off of they usually say well well motherfucker burner boy if if, if you think y'all nigerians are better than us why the fuck you coming over here to promote your music why the fuck you over here then in doctor well, well taking part of our culture that you claim we have none so that is that is obviously a um by the way i hate that it's an infighting thing among just all So, so you hear, so, so now you hear DJ Academic is bringing Tyreek Nasheed into it. Yeah, he's talking about it's an end fight. It's not an end fight. See, the problem with it is, this is why I got to take it to the mathematics, but it's do the knowledge, right? You know, me being the five percenter at heart, it's do the knowledge. So, look, listen, observe, and respect. We are different, but why can't we respect that? And even, even even within our similarities, we're different because this is my thing, even with, uh, you know, Dr. Ali. And it's no personal attack. I'm actually part of the army, right? The Aboriginal Republic of North America. So uh, shout out to Ansar El Muhammad, the, the mayor of Southridge out here. So, but here's my thing. When they get to arguing about genetics, old-ass history books, you're basically like, it's like I call it racism because it's the ism of race. What you're basically doing is you're to that whole science of you got to prove who you are, boy. Because, you know, one of these Albion Europeans, they'll come fly to uh, China, learn Mandarin, get nationalized, and nobody's asking them a million fucking questions. And they'll marry somebody, have kids, start businesses. They want to vote, tell you what to do, and all that. So it's only us that say, we feed into this concept that the more blacker you are, the more melanated you are, you got you got something to prove. You can't be that. You can't be this. 
So now the Nigerian dude is telling us we're not motherfucking New Yorkian or Floridian or whatever we want to be, Louisiana. You get what I'm saying? American, like you said. Whatever a person, I don't even care if it's some weird shit. If you out here saying I'm the Egyptian floating, you know, uh, you know, Haru child, that that that's, and, and that's recognized. Then he has to come out when he comes out and he, and he steals the floating rock Haru child dude's uh, jacket or symbol or dance. He needs to recognize that and honor that. And that's the problem. It's a lack of respect from the other nations. But however, I'm all about solutions. So the lack of respect is not going to be fixed by us arguing about the bloodlines and all that bullshit. Because the truth is, let's say Mexicans. Do we do this to them? And, and, and we give them... We, we respect them on a nationalistic level where we know that in their nation they have Africans, they have mestizos, they have uh, natives, they have aboriginals, they have the Mayans, they have all these different collectives and groups that cross off the border, they're Mexican. And no one takes that from them, but why? Because they honor themselves like that. And this is why you're right when you put me like as far as with jabari the jabari ali muhammad yes i lean way uh, away from jabari i'm not gonna say i lean towards ali because that makes it biased but i lean away from jabari if that makes sense like because whenever they ask him a question dealing with it in totality he'll just tell you you know hey i don't want to move anywhere i don't care about you know africa i just want us to be africans psychologically I don't well, want to see. But wait, look, what's on the table is this. They put Tariq Nasheed, DJ Academics, he put Tariq Nasheed involved in the conversation because Tariq Nasheed. Anything. Foundational black Americans. Whatever well, the fuck that means. I mean, it's gaining steam. You know, it's a popular thing. I, I believe he made it up. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> under educated on the fba I, admittedly so I, I don't really know much about i'm a fba newly admitted <laughs> check this out i was fba for the first 32 years of my life based on how i look and based on my mother and my father saying we fba because this goes back to that gap of time that Malcolm X warned us about. So, so while everybody's father, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Your mother and father was FBA back in the days? No, I'm saying they saw themselves as what is what the definition of FBA, the foundational black American. Oh, 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 oh. Ship, no, 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 of Tariq Nasheed, not necessarily the concept of foundational black Americans. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm definitely into that. You know what I'm saying? But there's a there's a difference between the thing Tariq Nasheed is doing where he collecting money, he builds like a, a museum nightclub thing. He got, you know, like moving money in and out of, you know, he got he got like a whole thing that he's doing with the fba that's separate from like just like black folks and the community and building and economics and like it ain't it's something else he got going on 
the FBA is, is a no, I, I, I speak on this. Uh, I speak on this a lot, right? Because what he's doing is he's based on the concept of reparations. So this is a big thing because reparations is bigger than the concept of money. It's a lot of people feel like they want some form of vengeance. They want some form of give back. Then it's a lot of people who not even coming from the uh, negative aspect and more like we want to see a solution and reparations will be that. However, I'm in California. I'm a big. I thought they used to represent the foundation of black at first. And through the years, we slowly understood that we're not. And this is the problem with it. My grandfather's from Louisiana. I'm born in California. My father's born in California. So how are we not FBA? Well, my grandfather, before he passed away, and I was going to, you know, got deeper into the studies and with the last names and the slavery and I want to change my name and all that. That's when he told me I was going to Geechee. Then I got to studying that and realizing that they even have a split in their understanding of themselves. They just got recognized as a nation in 1999. So while they're recognized by the UN as descendants of African slaves, they have a very large population of them that are not descendants of African slaves. They actually fought wars the whole entire time and were never enslaved. Now, does this mean we split the conscious community in half and say, well, I'm with the, the, uh, the, the niggas on the boat. I'm with niggas on that. No, because that's not a reality. The reality is we were all one collective in the way that Wait we- a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. That's what they're trying to do, though. I just, for the record, I don't want you to go to- like you said, well, what do you think? They're trying to split the community. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. No, exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. And see, this is where I say that we have to be careful, even Dr. Ali, because what happens is you feed into the narrative with the uh, either or, the absolutism. So it's like, um, okay, for example, Dr. Ali was one of the first people I heard talking about the Benny M. Ryan tribe, right? But I'm one of the first people I know to write a book and actually be a descendant of it and break it down and prove that I'm a descendant of it. So this is the bloodline of, you know, Jesus supposedly. But if you're looking at it on a politically, a political standpoint, I seen him do speeches long ago linking, using the Quran and Islam to link the bloodline of Jesus to the city in East Africa, Tel El Amarna. Now, this is the same tribe of people, because you have Pharaoh Kenaton and his daughter Mary Atten, who are responsible for the ancestry of Europe. When you think of the Gaul and the Gaelic and the original people of Scotland and the original people of Ireland. Now, by him indulging so much in these goddamn debates over and over and over, I don't know if they're just doing it because Maybe that's where we need to, maybe that's where he goes to pull the people for Arna. But it gets to a point where he's trying to go so hard press on us having our roots over here, he begins to separate us. And that's where my grandfather corrected me and said, no, he said his his maternal side was the Creole side. He said his his his, his paternal side is the Geechee side. Their name came from France in Normandy. And this is factual. This is where I connected where I'm understanding that we've already been trading and traveling amongst Europe, Africa, and North America, and the uh, West Indies 
before the concept of slavery. Yeah, like I said, the concept of slavery, because the concept of the transatlantic slave trade kicked off by Sir John Hawkins and Sir Francis Drake came from the Indian slave trade. So hold, hold, they were taking hold, people wait, from over wait, here wait. and taking them to Europe oh, and Africa already. So what you're doing right now, basically, just to correct, you know, for, so that we're on the same page, because it sounds like to me you're debunking Tariq Nasheed's whole premise. Are you debunking Ta Tariq Nasheed right now? Yeah, his whole premise is off because the truth is, he, he he's going off of history books. He's going off of uh, what's the ancestry.com blood test. And he had he has none of this, this understanding and context. So, okay, let me go to page eighty-seven in the, in the blue box. Right now, when you see Burner Boy talking there. What you hear is a little bit of French influence because the same thing that happened over here with the French uh, empire going from Canada all the way down to Haiti. Now, remember, the Haitians are some of the most independent. The, the second U.S. Which, okay, <clears throat> so the U.S. gained this independence from a man in Africa named Sultan Muhammad. So even with them being the first republic, technically, the first independent republic was the Haitian Republic. And they named themselves Aedi after the aboriginal name of that land, if I'm not mistaken. That's why the other land maintained the name Santo Domingo and then Dominican Republic. And they told the revolutionaries in Mexico that we will assist you in arms, we will assist you in press, and all that press up stuff so the people can read and understand what's going on. If you agree that you will free all the slaves, so the thing is, in Dr. Ali Muhammad's hard press with Arna so tough, it's almost like he's getting to a point where he's disregarding the history of those kidnapped, those uh, that came freely and were imprisoned later during the wars. The connection between Europe, Africa, and the Aboriginal well, people just, here. Let me say this about Ali, because I, I heard a few different things, and what I heard is pretty much um, Ali lost the debate himself, meaning that you know he he had Jabari pretty, he had Jabari beat, but he talked himself out of points. You know what I'm saying? If if that's a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like he talked himself out of points. And so yeah. he wound up talking himself into spaces where like he walked, he he walked away from his strong points and put himself in positions where he couldn't really defend himself. And that was like unnecessarily. And so that's that's the, the consensus on that. But you know, just in general, if we're gonna give, I guess, Jabari the position on Africa and then burn a boy, the position on, I guess, Africa. Ali is coming in with his position on America, which is different than Tariq Nasheed position on America. Correct. Yes. Ali Nasheed, is Jabari and burner boy all believe in what's called slavery time. You feel what I'm saying? That's what I'm breaking down in the Blue Bible. 
need to get your copy. Is that there's that's a that's a fantasy. There's no such thing as slavery time. There was never a time all white power structure and all of us bowing down to them. Now, does that mean it didn't happen? No, that would be like saying prison is not happening. Prison is happening right now. There's more people in prison right now than there were enslaved, and it's affecting us heavily. So to say it didn't happen, no. But to rewrite our story a hundred years from now and say back in the days the prisoners, the prison niggas, as if we didn't have council members, as if we didn't have cities, as if we didn't have creators, as if we didn't have revolutionaries to erase our history. Because what that does is minimize it, to minimize training. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I feel like it erases our like for example, because me and you are not stuck simple like that. Me and you automatically, as soon as we started building, we were trading. You know concepts intellectually before we even get to the monetary trade right because put it like this that's why in the blue bible i bring in even even the histories that they take from us with the gangs so jeff fort a lot of people don't like to bring up his story because it's dealing with uh you know they mixing in with the gangs and all that but if uh one of the supreme grand sheiks Oh, well, it can't be only but one. But the Supreme Grand Sheik that I recognize, uh, the more science team, he was actually taught by Jeff Ford. And so I, I, I met this dude in person. It ain't just a computer thing or just a visit to him in Chicago. He came out here. And he's very practical. And one thing I realized when I looked at Jeff Ford's story is though they added in the gang aspect and all that, it was very practical. He was taking people from the streets and he was talking to somebody in Africa. Not because they were saying we're going to become Africans. It was trade. When Muhammad Ali was Cassius Clay, he was already a high-level sports uh, man. Hold on. Let me, the let me trade, the trade intellectually, the trade as far as love, and the trade as far as culture, when he took on the name Muhammad Ali, was different. Hold on for a second. Let me um, let me get this in there because this is the perfect timing. This is the perfect timing. Negro Smell hard they sell. Where a lot of real jeans just died and fell. We play inside the graveyards, blood in the streets. Youth die young, a mother hard star. 
emotionally attacking black seeds inside the ovaries while my religion plus culturally i acknowledge myself it's like a frozen g at 32 degrees and something's holding me divide and conquer consciously i can't see i'm blind poison me with the technology enslaving my mind i'm just a ghetto child watching ancestors stressing because every day above ground is truly a law's blessing study my essence what i spit is plus degrees and life lessons for those asking the realest questions who is god jehovah elohim and the law genetically inside of me and written in the stars they don't recognize me now i done took too much and i'm all torn down but i'm built back up they don't recognize me now I done took too much, and I'm all torn down, but I'm built back up. It's been a long time coming since my earth was all rock. My first stop, the safest part of the worst block, divine seeds planted in sewage and gravel. With nothing but a seven as a gavel, we learn to travel, student enrollment, English lessons, we learn to push them. Actual with solar facts to the lost Muslim. With these working tools, I research to diverge from the urge. Put me first, more than a detox, a deep purge. 120 to Adam, the first, the word. We heard the spark of creation to preserve God in the flesh. Since then, I've been telling them it's more than light. Sound crystallized through melanin. You can't come around for a few dollars and disappear. We ain't bouncing no reality checks. Listen here, the chicken clear. Biophoton currency, the bloodline of luxury. Health is wealth and niggas been living comfortably. They don't recognize me now I done took too much Now I'm all torn down But I'm built back up They don't recognize me now I done took too much But I'm all torn down Now I'm built back up This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. We get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold, we could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world that we can do well. Well, look. So hold on. Let's put the exclamation point on this. So, so basically, the white man um, plays a role in the, in, the, in the differences in these ideologies. Is what you're saying? Um, uh, between. I, mean, I don't. I don't see this the white man because he's only he only knows what he knows. Is you know what I mean when you're dealing with culture. You feel what I'm saying? That's almost like even going to the Haitian culture, like when I said Haiti being the original name of the, the land. You know, he wouldn't know that. Maybe he's studying know that, but you feel what I'm saying? This is something that we live out. So what my grandfather basically did to me by revealing the whole Gullah Geechee thing before he passed away was he took me out the box that I was so proud to be in. You know, I was a ranked up 5%. I had students. I had followers. You know what I mean?
mean, you see I leave Muhammad calls himself God by the OG. I talk about how I got this whole bloodline of Jesus thing from him. So I was in that line of thinking and still am to a degree. However, he gave me something that I can't deny that exists in Europe and in Africa still now. This is this is bigger than just Africa. You feel me? When you get into the whole Gullah thing and the gall and all that, we're dealing okay, with- Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you sounding biased towards Ali Muhammad, man. You sounding like you biased towards Ali Muhammad, bro. How you gonna give a, how you gonna give a, a um, you know, an even breakdown of Ali Muhammad and Jabari and Tariq Nashi, if you biased along with, I'm not Ali biased. I, I, my bad. I'm not biased. I have a missing piece. Example. Okay. There was an enslaved trade prior to the transatlantic uh, slave trade. They're not entertaining that. That's part of my tribe's history. I didn't. Bro, I'm with you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to deal with that neither. I'll forget that. It don't matter. But here's the cold part. When I sat down with Poetic Flacco from No Jumper, now I know he's a hip hop dude. He's not conscious community. But check this out. Just by me knowing this, I was able to figure out his bloodline. Now he has a big thing, and this we need to study. We need to listen to this because I'm a big missing link to the missing link between the old people and the young people. That's why it's the Blue Bible, right? So Tariq Nasheed, Jabari, Ali Muhammad, they want to get the youth to pick a side to understand to vote, to trade, to be, have trade lines going to, with Burkano Faso in Nigeria. We see how they're kicking out the French with Ghana. We want to be a part of this shit. So how do we do that? Well, when I sat down with Poetic Flacco, who's actually on No Jumper, who's actually on all these hip-hop podcasts, who has action, he... he, he okay, hold he, on, hold on. on. Let me ask you this on. question. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you this question. You saying you sat down with Poetic Flacco from the no jumper, right? He didn't is even this... want to air this uh interview. They scared to the air it. Let me show you what I revealed to them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was going to say, but anybody want to check it out? Go look up Crip Jesus Legendary. Oh, you There's got it. Why it's the Crip and the Jesus? Yeah, and that music video, that whole music video oh, is oh, art. Oh, is oh, art. I pull it up right now. Hold on, let me pull it up. That whole music video is our uh interview, but he never released it after Adam Twenty Two got back on his ass. That's because I reveal his bloodline. Let me type in Crip Jesus. What? I got the missing links in his book. I reveal his bloodline in his book too. I know. I know. What's the name of the video? Oh, legendary. L e g e n d a r y. But look, let me tell you what, I, what, what, I, what we figured out though. So when he sat down with us, he said, "Yeah, you Negroes, this Negroes, that in America, same little burner boy type in energy." We said, "What are you, Liberian?" We laughed and said, man, we, you know, you know, uh, United States of America created your country. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, my mother and this and that and the other. And I said, nah, 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 bro. I can prove this to you. You probably what uh, you probably come from us. And he said, yeah, we're cousins, the Geechees. He already knew about it. So he come to find out he, he revealed that his father's roots went to Virginia. And I said, oh, <laughs> I said, come on, bro. It's obvious right there what's going on. Y'all were took before the transatlantic slave trade, and they put our blood over there with y'all. Now check this out. Hold on, before you play. Now, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. For clarity, you talking about this guy right here? That guy you right there. Yeah, Poetic Flacco, okay. an okay. obvious African looking dude. He got the big old thighs, short, all that, but that come from his mother's side. He said, "Pause." That. Now look, I told you him that. Pause. Key, we gotta put, throw, 
pausing it. Look, I told him that the G is really because we speak English so tough over here. We translate it. We're more American. I said, but it's really Jala. And the English is Gala. He couldn't believe it. He stood up. His last name is Jala. His real name is Frederick Jala. J-A-H. All right, let's uh, see what no, we got here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see, what let's see what we got here. You are blessed, cuz. Rejoice, cuz. For Jesus Christ, Lord, is with you at all times, cuz. And I woke up, I saw blue light everywhere, cuz. At that moment, I knew I was meant to be a crip. I was born into this shit, cuz. Escape out the matrix. Police in the court cases, the judge all racist, still running races, high speed chases, the hundred dollar bills with the blue and white faces, flying in a spaceship, real recognize real, and these niggas got unfamiliar faces, like Illuminati, I'm a grandmaster mason, we don't take vacations, we just take payments, back to the basics, careful who you lay with, even more careful the niggas you share your plate with, keep guns and drugs in two different places. Big foot, big shoe that you can't fit I'm the one, no one can tell me I ain't it No one can tell me I ain't lit Name a car I ain't with, with no TMA banquet I'm eating with the bosses at the banquet If it make money, then it makes sense Cocaine like pancake mix, spit monkey bars Got niggas going ape shit I'm a big crip like Raymond And I'm a god, amen The trap is the brick in the streets is the pages I wrote my name in them, you cannot erase it Legendary Thug in my blood, it's hereditary. Malcolm X, any means necessary. They making threats, we ain't never wear Legendary. Thug in my blood, it's hereditary. Malcolm X, any means necessary. They making threats, we ain't never wear I was fucked up, cuffed up, stuffed in the back of a cop car. Now I'm free, screaming out loud, walk ball. Still for me, nigga, get his hands chopped off. One phone call, get a nigga knocked off. Niggas got beef, so we give them hot sauce. Jealous of the team, cause they can't get it off. Niggas ain't hard, they soft as cotton balls. We riding for Benjamin Franklin and Benjamin Bannicabay. Baby, no front, and I'm feeling like Benjamin Button. I'm getting younger, hey, hey. Running the play, running your spot with the Drake. Shoot it up, then I run to LA. Like, what they gonna say? Another shooting in Cali, I run to a whole nother state. Wait, honestly, truthfully, what they gonna do with me? So many places, it feel like it's two of me. I traded in all my clothes and my jewelry. Strip myself naked to show you the truth in me. Legendary. Thug in my blood, it's hereditary. Rocker makes anything necessary. They making threats, we ain't never worried. We legendary. Thug in our blood, it's hereditary. Rocker makes anything necessary. They making threats, we ain't never worried. Legendary. Now, the only thing that's proof of is that I got some bars and that, you know, and that that interview actually took place. He never released it. I think Adam 22 got on. But the point I'm saying is we have it so backwards that that's why we get this disrespect. That's why we get the youth not understanding. That's why it sounds so. Let me ask you, hold on. Do you think he didn't release it because he sabotaged you or, or what? No, Adam 22. Is part of a whole machine that doesn't want this, that that needs this not to come out. You feel what I'm saying? I I, I reveal no, what bloodline no. is in my book about how. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Yo, the American. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 hold. You saying in your book, you're talking about Adam Twenty Two's bloodline? Yeah, chapter six, Adam, the Adamites. Uh, his last name is Grand Mason. 
he's part of the family that actually convinced Napoleon to go and shoot the nose off the Sphinx. They, they were like the military scientists. They helped him orchestrate chopping the head off of King Louis and all that. Now, here's where- 22 from YouTube. Yes, yes. Okay. He's sitting there with those gangbangers promoting that crap on purpose. And here's where both uh -huh. Ali and Jabari, I'm not biased against neither. I'm just, like I said, the missing piece. This is where they're both missing. You know, they're both from back that way. Now, it was written that the sun arise in the West. So hold yeah, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Adam 22 is set up to highlight buffoonery and coonery and all that in the black community. You saying on purpose? You saying like, yes. like bad? Yes. yes. And the reason being, look at look at the time, right? So my so a lot of people here Gullah Geechee, they're gonna automatically think you know the Carolinas because I keep talking about the Gullah and the Geechee. But actually, the branch I come from. Is 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 Geechee, and we're from Louisiana, so I gets into the whole you know Empress Verdiachi, Washita, and the Creole, and understanding that this is deeper than just getting this one was one dimensional ass story. Did we come from here? Or were we here? It's bigger than that because what we call the U.S. had not reached what we call the South, where Florida is, and Alabama and Louisiana, and it hadn't reached what we call the West. Hence, the California Gold Rush, the Georgia Gold Rush. The Alabama gold rush, right? So I break down in the Blue Bible how. Let me let me read this real quick if you don't mind. After migrating west by force, we were followed by foreigners, foreigners. So it doesn't matter if it's Burner Boy or whoever, or the people that Tariq Nasheed are talking about, right? Foreigners looking for gold. There was the gold rush of North Carolina, Georgia, and Alabama. Poor families from everywhere rushed to America, thirsty to help the government steal our gold, our names, and our lands. This phenomenon began in West Africa. Europeans learned of the wealthiest man to ever live after his pilgrimage to Mecca in 1324. His name was Mansa Musa, Sultan, Sultan as in Turk, of the ancient Mali Empire. He became famous for his wealth. He circulated so much gold in Egypt that it couldn't be traded after he left. The inflation lasted 12 years. So okay, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question real quick for clarity. Are you saying that the Europeans started um, colonizing and cornering the markets on like precious metals or, or you know, like... No, I'm saying... <clears throat> What After I learned with the Gullah thing, right, is as a Gullah, we don't even separate ourselves. We're that's a to us, that's like what we call black now. So it was like if you were from Africa, if you were from Europe and you look like us, if you were from the Spanish islands, if you were Haitian, that's why we got so many Creole different tongues, right? The Geechee and the Gullah. And we were about war, we were about conflicting against the devils, whether it be a slave master that looked like us, right? So the point was that. From started beginning in West Africa with the stories of Mansa Musa on that map, began the Europeans of different shades traveling down there to, like you said, corner the market. And then the problem right. is, but let me say this: the problem is, Burner Boy and them think they get to claim that story, and that's it. And everybody over here was just slaves that got brought here from that story. I'm showing here that there's a connection here. This is why they came to North Carolina. This is why they came to Georgia. This is why they came to Alabama. This is why they came to California. Okay, oh, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
So what you're saying is you don't agree with Burner Boy, but you understand where his perspective is coming from on the limited information because he yeah, thinks he's ignorant. I'm folks, saying that blatantly. He can right. take however he wants to. He's ignorant. Okay. okay. And because I, I, I because, even go this far. I looked him up. So his last name is Ogulu. Okay, right? hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So because if you say that if you're speaking that strongly against Burner Boy, right, then you got to be saying the same thing about Jabari. 100%. So, okay, 100%. So, so, okay, so Jabari is Because dumb. Jabari is Ignorant. all about science, right? And the problem no, is... No, no, Jabari doesn't know science. Jabari well, is... That's sad. I've, I've had a conversation with Jabari. Okay. It's up on the channel somewhere. <laughs> I'm Jabari saying the whole genetic that. ancestry bloodline thing. He don't know right none of that. Okay. Just because he knows those words does not mean he knows anything about. <laughs> he knows how to. I'm he knows that G E N. Listen, he knows that G E N E T I C says genetic. <laughs> like he knows how to read that word. But yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to say this though. So the last paragraph on that page is. The source of Molly's massive wealth was their trade with the Americas. I hope people don't think the word trade is limited to just gold and silver. This is people. This is ideals. This is culture. This is, you know what I mean? This is conflicts. This is all that. This was a mystery to the masses. So this is not something where Jabari can say, I have the research here. We don't care. This was, a, this was not something that was widely known. This was a mystery to the masses who, for the most part, did not read or have access to such sacred knowledge in those days. According to the Circle 7 Quran, there were already Moorish empires in the Americas in those days. Now, am I saying that to say we should just go off religion or pseudoscience? No, I'm saying that they are basically... <laughs> Hmm? No, I was getting ready to ask you. Go ahead, but but you answer. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying that theirs is based off the mainstream, and they're gonna argue you to death based on the mainstream. You know what I mean? And if we're looking for a solution, an answer to get away from that mainstream that's been feeding us all this crap, you know, we're not gonna go into all of that. But it's the same reason why we need channels like Melanin versus Diabetes. Why we need your books? These are the same people that feed us this crap. Because I'll even dare go this far. I was just looking at Jabari defending the, the you know what I'm talking about, the jab. <laughs> He's always sick. I don't know who he works for. Bro, do you know that they getting ready to send, uh, they getting ready to put Fauci on charges? Like, it, it, it's, it's crazy now when we have to go back in hindsight and, and, and maybe, you know, capitulate to some of these things that, you know, kind of was hotly debated over the last three four years you know what i'm saying like well, people just evolve with what the mainstream that's why you can't trust people who just go with the mainstream they're going to go with whatever is put forth in front of them so it's like i googled it this is what it says and my colleague told me this and this is what the doctor told me it's like but what i call it natural knowledge or natural science what can you just explain to me plainly from your own observation through your own five senses that you came to a conclusion of because if see, you're just using your ears to just listen to everybody listen see this is why this is why i think that what we need to do 
is you need to go over that debate with a fine tooth comb and then we need to damn near redo it hmm. we need to break that whole shit down because this is a, another dynamic that we can add to it next week in terms of it's not really Ali Jabari, it's more Ali Jabari, Tariq Nasheed, Burner Boy, and you know, maybe a handful of other um, popular personalities that, that are having this conversation. And so that's where I come in with the with the book. I'll let you go this far. Uh no, no, but let me say this. Let me say this. This is where, oh, wait, no, no, look. This is where I come in with the books because the conversation centers on the core identification behind what we deem to be black people and the origin. And I'm saying, if this is largely a black debate, how how in depth is our understanding of the thing that makes us biologically black? So I think there's a relevant side to every part of these arguments. But for me, it would start there in terms of the biology. I know for you, it's going to be in the historical record of people moving across the Americas, North America, Central America, South America versus people moving around in the Africas and some of the, the existential philosophies attached to these, you know, various conversations that are um, trying to establish the core of blackness as a this versus a that kind of, you know, narrative or, or using some of these divisive motifs to establish a core um you know, to prescribe to either, you know, one of the, even, even Dane, Dane, uh, Dane Calloway, you know what I'm saying? Dane Calloway. Yeah, see, I don't like Dane Calloway. He's hard to paint. You got to be strictly stuck here. If he doesn't see it, it's not real. And, and I'm not with that because this is my thing. This is what I got. When I first got the Geechee thing, I was down with being, uh, you know, Africa connect the, the, the missing link between the shores of West Africa and the shores of Florida in, in the East Coast. But then when Grandpa slapped me with the French thing, I had to say, damn, hold on. That's when I learned about the Portugal and the Gaelic. And the truth is, everybody wants their own, you know, dare I say, I'm just going to take it there. Everybody wants to be unique, bro. So everybody wants to say, well, I got all the Indian stuff, so you got to pay me for this shit. You know what I mean? And I got all the African specials, so you want to pay and come with us. And we just, we hang out and drink martinis and talk to Africans separately. And we got special dashikis over here, wherever the fuck they selling, right? But when we go down to the science and the mathematics and the truth, when you're selling things for our physical health and you're saying, well, if we're different people, how would his science apply to all of us as melanated people? So what's the common thread here? What's the common denominator, right? And with the with the with the cultural aspect as being with the gullah, I dare say, I dare say, uh I dare say uh burner boys are descendant of my people. Oh yeah, because Ogulu. We ain't gonna go too far, but yeah, just just check that out. The God and the law, the good and the loop. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like because 
the the tribe that I've been prescribed to traveled across those lands that we're arguing about thousands of years ago, long before these this European transatlantic slave trade or the Indian slave trade, or even when the Mali Empire was up in trading between the Americas and over there. So therefore, even just uh, comparing hold blood. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Clip. Let me see. Let me, let's, let's go back to this real quick. All those black people? But I understand it too. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If you ask me, I think Burner Boy should just clear it up. Because, you know, I've at times felt like, no, you know what? It's because I'm from Jamaica. I just work hard. And I'm like, well, yeah, you're, you're working harder, but without the construct and, and everything that was built here by black African-Americans who have been here for a while and endured all type of stuff, you wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be me in Jamaica, right? So it's like, I should, you have to give those people credit. You shouldn't be here just all snobby, like, yeah, you guys have no culture. I'm here. I'm from Nigeria. I'm going to teach you. No, no. So I completely get that. And this is where I say, like, to Burner Boy, you know what thing I've realized about Burner Boy and Burner Boy? You know, he's one of my favorite artists. Probably top two after Drake right now. The weekend is probably three now. Um, usually two. What I would say to Burner Boy, what I've noticed about him, he has an ego. And we all have egos. I have an ego, too. Burner Boy, you know how you kill this? You need to apologize. Be like, hey, I'm sorry. It felt like I was saying that. I am sorry. That's what you got to say, buddy. You Every time you deny it, it feels like you're still being snobby, like you're still like shitting on them. You get what I mean? And again, it wouldn't matter if you weren't leaving Nigeria to come to the United States to promote your music. But you're trying to promote your music and trying to get on a bigger platform by using and kind of like fitting in the same culture that you that felt disrespected. It's okay to apologize. If I'm you, I'd be like, yo, bro, like, you know, no, I didn't mean like that. I apologize. And also, maybe I didn't understand as much. But we are one people. I do believe that Burner Boy believes in inclusion and believes in unity. I do believe he thinks we're all one people, whether you're Caribbean, whether you're you're from South America and you're black, whether you are a um, black that's in Europe um, from the UK or otherwise, or you are from the continent of Africa, right? But you have to be careful because everybody has different plights. You can't just show up like, yeah, I'm Nigerian and we have, we're rich with this culture and y'all don't know where y'all from and blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't put down other people. You get what I mean? Um, so if I'm, if I'm, I would apologize. Truthfully. Talk. There's nothing I said that loose the honorable, uh, uh Farrakhan didn't say <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But obviously it's Burner Boy saying it and he's from Africa. Yes, that that matters, Burner Boy. I'm telling you, I love you. I love you. Hold on, see now. Here's the thing. Here's here's where I think there's another problem because he says I didn't say anything that Louis Farrakhan didn't say. Yeah. But Farrakhan just said mad anti-black shit. So bro, all them brothers, bro. So, this right, is the problem, so, so, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not trying to sound like I'm better than them, nobody or none of that, but I haven't heard nobody that's putting the emphasis that can say, Oh, yeah, my grandfather and them was the killers, we was the warriors, and I'm here to put that emphasis down for us. That's why I love my Haitian brothers and sisters because y'all got that story, and they made us think that we don't have that story. They took that pride from us, but they didn't take it from us. That's what I'm realizing. We took it from ourselves 
constantly trying to fit in with them. This goes back to, like I said at the beginning, the Malcolm X era, when he said, don't let them teach your kids. A lot of people don't know that. The reason Elijah and them was going to jail so much was because they refused to let the schools teach their kids. They would build their own schools because what, the, what happens is you get people like my mother and father, let's go back to the beginning where I said FBA, you was right, I was wrong. They're not, they weren't FBAs. They were just blind, deaf, and dumb. You feel what I'm saying? They choose to take on that concept. But it was my father's own father. Both of them are alive. My father and his, well, my, my grandfather just passed away, but I'm saying his father was time, alive for all time. this time. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? His father was alive for all this time. And when I asked him, when I said, I said, so what's going on? Why you? Man, that dude was white. Man, that dude was dead. He don't even, you get what I'm saying? Because he's going yeah. with the mainstream. So Burner Boy saying, I heard this from Farrakhan. I don't give y'all enough respect to sit down with Crip Jesus. He's just a Crip. He don't know what he, who he is. He's just a Jesus follower. He don't know. Why you think I put them two lost names in the front? You think I'm the most ignorant. But really, behind them concepts and stories, they didn't know about Raymond Washington in the Washita. They didn't know about Jesus being Isa Bani Emram in the city of Tel El Armana and me as the Gullah Geechee being descendants of all of that. So that's what I break down to here. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, okay, even how they start. Okay, let's go to page 85. The whole fair, fair, uh, no disrespect. I love Farrakhan, but I'm a five percenter, so we, 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 we reveal the secrets that they hold. You feel what I'm saying? And the whole thing that Farrakhan, Tariq Nasheed, uh, and, and even Burner Boy, they all are basing it on this 16, 20, 16, 19, 20 people from Angola dropped off in with by the Mayflower bullshit story. Page 85 of the Blue Bible. The first English settlement in North America was not Jamestown. The English first attempted to settle in North Carolina, 1587. Their leader, John White, left for supplies and returned to an empty colony. All he found were skeletons. In 1622, we organized the Jamestown Massacre. We murdered about 400 and would have been more if a snitch didn't warn them. Now, when y'all go to look this up, and I'm saying we, and you see shit like the Powhatan Indian, or you see stuff like the Yamasi, I'm giving you that science here. We don't recognize ourselves as that because we want to separate. This is where Ali and Jabari both confuse me. Because the truth is, Gala is a mixture of those cultures. It's a tongue made from all those things mixing. The there were Turks that were dropped off there in the Barbary Pirate Wars. There were Moors that were dropped off there during those conflicts. There were people that were indigenous that were already there that were kidnapped and enslaved and dropped off in Europe and Africa. There were people took from Europe and Africa and Asia in the Arab slave trade and dropped off here. Look it. In 1715, we organized a massacre in South Carolina that turned into an all-out jihad called the Yamasi War. It lasted until our largest nations, the Cherokee and the Creek, fell into a civil war following a meeting that turned into the Tougaloo Massacre. The families captured during all of these Indian wars became part of the Indian slave trade. They were shipped out of North America to Europe and Africa. They were also mixed with other slaves imported from Africa and Europe. You know what I'm saying? Now wait, so, hold on, because wait, they're, right there they're, is they're, where, they're disincluding all of that. Wait, 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 hold on, because I think right there is where you get back on the same page. Well, not same page, but the frequency right right here. Hold on. I love your music. I play it all the time. It does matter. You're from Africa saying it. You are from Africa saying it, and it you're saying it while benefiting from it. Right? Like when is it when is Mr. Louis Farrakhan saying it? 
And when is Malcolm X saying it, he's saying it and actually sitting here and accepting the fact or accepting all the negative shit that comes with him saying it in a country that's hostile to him. It's very different. You're not coming here in, in circumstances that's unpleasant to you and saying it like they were. You're saying it now when you're the biggest, one of the biggest international artists. You're you're capitalized on the U.S. market. You just made $4 million at a, at a show. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it hit different, brother. It does. And you know what I mean? It's like, and it fits the agenda for your little group or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? It's like, oh, that's beneath me. Mm. You understand? It's like my my mission and my and my my movements is too is too divine for stupid shit like that. Mm. Wow! Wow! Your little group, your little group. That we see, see what I'm saying? That's that's the bullshit I'm talking about. Right. And that's, that's the yeah. arrogance that comes from our own people giving out these false narratives about us. And you know what's sad about it? Farrakhan is more more like you. I think he's a descendant. I think he's a descendant of some islanders. But he's over here telling our story for us about how we see. What I'm saying. That's why I'm the truth. You feel me? Because. I was just like that. I was a product of those lies, bro. I would have four years ago, five years ago, even with all the knowledge I had and students I had, oh, yeah, you know, we don't have our thing. And, you know, he's about fit your little group. But no, no, we actually freed ourselves from over here and freed many of them. And then, like I said just now about the Indian slave trades, there's many of us over there even. You get what I'm saying? That were dropped off over there. So... This is based on his ignorance, but it's really based so on his give, arrogance. So can you give a clear distinction? Um, can you give a clear distinction between what your idea of these philosophies would be? And here's here's the um, you could do them in different order, but give us a synopsis of what you think. The Dan Calloway philosophy is, in a nutshell. Dan Calloway. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dan Calloway, Ali Muhammad. Um, what's his name? Jabari. I about to say J- 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 uh, Jacoby. Jabari, Ali Muhammad, Dan Calloway, Burner Boy, Tariq Nasheed. Give us a synopsis of each one of them. What what is their from your perspective? What do you think they're about? Like what is what is their perspective? What are they on? What is what is because clearly this is the popular conversation on this concept. And me again, like I said, with the books, melanin versus diabetes, one of the primary things is getting people to understand the biology behind the whole entire conversation. Cause that's clearly what the conversation is. It's a black debate, you know, so great, but let's get to the biology behind the debate as we continue. But I want you to kind of give us a synopsis for the people at so home. So we can stop arguing about bullshit all day. Yeah. Get to the oh, no, no, not, not even just that. Cause, cause we can still, debate and argue about it because it's, it's a good subject but what i'm saying is is 
just so that people know the differences because Dane Calloway and Ali Muhammad is both saying that they're pro-America, but Dane Calloway and Ali Muhammad is not saying the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? So just so that there's like, like Tariq Nasheed and Umar Johnson, they're both saying Africa, but they're definitely not both saying the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Or rather Tariq Nasheed is, is saying, uh, not Tariq Nasheed and Umar. Uh, Tariq Nasheed and Ali Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? They're both saying America, but they're not saying the same thing. So um, just break down all these different core ideologies for us. Tariq Nasheed is saying FBA. He's saying the worst version of this. He's saying that your history starts at slavery and you got dropped off here and you are descendant of that. We don't care about no uh, wars. We don't care about any Indian. We don't care about any Spanish empire. We don't care about any French empire. We don't care about our relationships with the Haitians or the Mexicans. None of that matters. We're dealing with who's here right now. And we're just, you are where you're at. And that's it. He's basically shutting the whole thing down. Let's say, let's just beg the government for whatever they'll give us. I think he's just being paid. He's down there like COINTELPRO status with it. Okay. okay. He's saying... Okay. He's saying, let's just take record, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, for the record, Tariq Nasheed, you feel like is scamming? Uh, well, you know, the scam is to be, you know, you, you say you're one thing, you're not. I think he's telling us right to our face what he is. It's just that we've been told about this FBA concept. And, and wait, so and so hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so for the record. When you say he he telling us who he is, you saying Cointel Pro? Yeah, counterintelligence program. He's telling you some bullshit. After all these years of Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, Noble Drew Ali, uh, shit, uh, even all the new guys. You know what I'm saying? Ali Muhammad, Empress Verdiachi. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So for clarity, what you're saying is. Tariq Nasheed is uh, the highest level goofball. Is that what I'm just trying to get clarity? What are you saying? I'm saying all of that. I'm saying he's working against us. He's trying to get us. To, he wants this check so bad for this reparations thing that he's saying F everything that we've built up so far. He, he want to argue with, you know, he's he, he will use that burner boy thing as a perfect example of why we need to be separate from those people and we're FBA and all this crap. I don't even think he'd be down with you. I think if it was up to him, we'd be like, oh, you're you're from Haiti. You know what I mean? Like he's just crazy. Shit doesn't make no, sense, bro. He's not down. Yeah, he's no. not down. I mean, he's a he's a part of the Sonetta network, actually. I see a common thread. You know, yeah. <laughs> then okay. Now, Jabari, I see the same thing. However, I think his has more to do with his brand and what he stands on. And he has a lot of, you know, uh, benefits and financing that probably comes to him by standing on what he stands on. But well, Okay, but see, here's the thing. Even with Jabari being Afrocentric, right? Umar Johnson is Afrocentric, but him and Umar not on the same page. So I, that's why I'm saying just some of these nuances, because 
if we just mention places, the people at home won't get a real full idea of how nuanced this conversation is because none of the people that's pro-America agrees with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Dan Calloway don't agree with... The thing. I deal what? with a lot of different groups myself. So when I'm around the more science dudes, right, they talk this pro-America stuff. And it's like, okay... What does that even mean? It gets to the point where they're going against their own teachings. They get to talking about, you know what I mean? I don't have nothing to do with Africa. I'm like, ain't y'all leader the dude that flew to Egypt to get certified and came back? And he's talking about the shores of Northwest Africa, Southwest Africa. So there's this thing where we, we're being, it's like a character dangling in front of our face to not identify with Africa, right? That's a fact. And it's like, even That's if fact. there's a benefit from that, what is the purpose? Now, like I said in that page 87 of the Blue Bible, the big secret, we can't just lock wealth in a box like it's just about money. I mean, paper money. You get what I'm saying? Like, we didn't even have paper money at that time. So wealth was our overall status altogether. We had an abundance of all. And when I'm saying we, I'm including us here in the West Indies and the North America and West Africa. There was, I said the big secret was we had trade already. This is documented, you know what I mean? So we had trade already. So this concept of let's get this story, let's get that story. The Aztecs said, the West Africans said, the, it, it, all that, it, it, it doesn't matter really. You're trying to box us in. You feel me? And that's why I say to me, well, it ain't to me. I'm living proof of it. So by me being color, I'm a descendant of, of the people who fought for that connection, not that separation. We went to those plantations and said, whoever's in there, whether they're from Africa, fucking nigga, India, you know what I mean? Uh, France brought over here in chains. We're from the free they ass, right? And go against y'all. And this is the part that they're not understanding. It's almost like they're just fighting for their place at the table with the oppressor, as opposed to fighting the whole hand of them. And that's what the people that they're drawing the information from stood for. Now, Ali Muhammad, I agree with his stance as far as in the overall in the overall message, you know what I mean? To form our to form a government and stand on our own here and Wait, then careful, careful, because listen, this is why they said that he lost the debate. Hmm. That core that you're getting ready to identify with, that you agree with him on, pretty much all of us do. I do as well, for the record. But Ali will branch off into some alien other shit and try to blend it. And that'll be the problem where he'll take the L instead of staying on his strength, like standing on his square. You know, um, Jabari had used some references or tried to debunk some references. And had Ali just kind of stayed with the book like, you know, boom, here's the definitions of the contemporaries. This is how they define these people. It's nothing you could do with this, Jabari. I'm going to just tie your hands, your feet, your neck, and cut your oxygen with this, <laughs> you know, with these references. It would have been a wrap. So I'm saying, to an extent, I understand where you're going with it, but it's just being able to take it a step further because... I don't I don't think that you do agree with Ali really because he starts to come in with extraneous um 
you know, ideologies or applications of things that are within reach, the applications or the projections of those things is where it gets crazy. So um, how long we've been going? We over an hour. So here's the, let's do it like this. I think that it's only right because the people is, is, is into this conversation clearly. I'm, I'm following along with the chat. They into this conversation. So what I think we need to do is come back Wednesday. I think we need to come back Wednesday with the um, with the full breakdown of this whole program. Because um, I think what you need to do is lay out the, the ideology, the, the main principle for the Blue Bible and then break that down along with this whole Ali Jabari burner boy, you know, just the whole thing laid out in detail. You know what I'm saying? That way we get to get this whole thing nipped in the bud all at one time. And then people have a narrative that they can follow, but then also, you know, if you already have this in a book, then, you know, it might make sense that the larger audience is lost because they may not, you know, they may need to get your book. They may, they may have to add that, you know, to the conversation, you know, to the people that are having this conversation. Like, you you know, you, you're going to, you, 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 at some point, you know, you're going to have to, even if, even if you want to debunk Crip Jesus and say Crip Jesus don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Jabari clearly beat Ali Muhammad in that debate. Or Ali Muhammad clearly beat Jabari in that debate, and Crip Jesus clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Guess what, person at home? I mean, you have to wait, wait, wait. In order to debunk Crip Jesus, you gotta buy Crip Jesus book anyway. So if you're interested in the information, you probably need to get that book. If you're not interested in the information and you want to debunk Crip Jesus, you still gotta get the book so you know what his arguments is so you could debunk it fully so either way if you're a part of this conversation i think they gotta get the blue bible you know what i'm saying so what i'm just trying to see from you is with the comparative analysis of the modern stance versus the ancient stance in terms of because i don't think if we go back for far enough i don't think there was that idea of separation like even when you think of the marine song right the marines is singing the song of taking over the ocean from montezuma to the shores of tripoli and the reason why that that lyrics is in the song like that is because those navies fought unified together you know, there was a global initiative um, from the brothers on both sides of the water. You know, I don't think that it was the, the idea was. Well, look, so, on page 60 of the Blue Bible, it says the Gullah Wars did not end until the Gullah Geechee people forced the United States to free whatever slaves they had captured during the wars. So what I'm saying is the Gullah people 
in, inherited the slave people. That's why there's no separation. It's deeper than just a mental concept or how we felt in our hearts or we were dark skinned. This is my blood. I can't say I lead his blood. I don't know what they what they looked up and found. This is my blood. It's both. It's it's the it's the Turks that were left here. It's the Moors that were left here that fought. I'm not saying just because they left here and they ate food here and they had a community. They fought with us against the United States Corporation. They don't want to talk like this because it may sound a little rough, the language. But this is true history. I'm not saying let's resurrect the, the fight. Oh, hold on, let's hold on. Stand on the true hold history so we can gain our respect. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So this is what you're saying. Um, so you saying Tariq Nasheed is definitely a fraud. Are you saying that Ali Muhammad is also a fraud and Jabari is a fraud, or just no, Tariq no, Nasheed? No, because out of all that, out of all those groups, Ali Muhammad is the only one I heard even talk about the Gullah Geechee. And 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 even stand on what I'm talking about with the goal. So what about goal fight? So what about so what what about Umar and Burna Boy and the African stance? Are you like I said, because I had students already by the time I found out, I just think they're ignorant and I think they're arrogant, and that's why they can't, you know, learn this. They're just overlooking it. It doesn't fit into their narrative, you know. Because the Gullah Wars, even if you look them up traditionally. Through Google, it still starts at 1739, the Stono Rebellion. That's before the creation of the United States. So this history goes back before the history that they're talking about. Foundational Black American, the fuck? I took it all the way back to uh, 1559, uh, 58, when they first tried to settle uh, James. Before, no, before they even tried to settle Jamestown in 1619, 1620. So... It, I find it hard to believe that Crip Jesus has all the answers, but you know, like I said, this was given. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So wait, wait, wait. So you saying Jabari and Ali Muhammad have a decent beef, but Tariq Nasheed scamming. He he. That foundational Black America thing is a scam. That's not a. Real I thing. mean, I'm pretty sure he got his knowledge the same place. You get what I'm saying? It's just mainstream, bro. So he wants to check. He's blinded by his focus on, on the reparations. This is how we get back. If we pay this much and they do that, we're going to be able to pay. And I get it. I'm not against him. I just, he's incorrect. Okay. So, you know, he's still for our people. He's still, you know, I, I like the, what was it, Hidden Colors? You know what I mean? He, he Yeah. Okay. So, Umar, is Umar scamming? Or that school's not built yet. I'll say that. I don't, you know, I got nothing else against Umar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay. The story of a poor slave people. This is page 60. The same book, right? So I'm talking about how they reversed the story. The story of a poor slave people being freed by Abraham Lincoln is a lie. The United States president, Abraham Lincoln, created the 13th Amendment, which made slavery legal as a punishment for crime. That was the birth of slavery in America. So, so there was so slavery in America, but it had already been outlawed. They were illegally participating in the practice. 
he made it legal for for the punishment of crime okay so hold on hold 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 that's why i wanted to stop you right there to get some clarity on this because this is a this is an important point so what you're saying is the opposite of what's written history so written yes, history sir. has written history has abraham lincoln is freed the slaves yeah no he what you're saying what you're saying hold on hold. what you're saying in essence is that abraham lincoln created a free class of slave masters yes by creating the institutionalized government-based version of slavery yes and then the government basically allowed privatized corporations to participate in this in the yes and, and i'm also saying that the reason i could trace it back just as, as simple as one or two generations is because our grandparents understood what they descended from they i mean i get it, they they pushed black but they understood that as being an overall you know what i mean overall umbrella because the proof in the pudding is now we are fully identifying as slaves now we want checks and shit for slaves you get what i'm saying like we wasn't on that before and you can see this me being from california i can i can contest that there was a group called the united slaves us right here started by uh, Robert, uh, Rob Karinga, Ron Karinga, and they were used to wipe out the leaders we had here and all that. And they were pushing the whole concept of us being descendants of slaves and being down with the government. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So let's stop right here for a second. So the same way that, because I'm trying to keep up with what's going on in the chat. I see Queen's Throne in the chat. Shout out to Queen's Throne. But so the same way that Kwanzaa, right? Kwanzaa, because Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, right? Because because hold on, hold on, this is where I'm going with it. So what you what you're stating, and I don't want to just assume this is what you're saying. That's why I'm asking you for clarity, and, and then the people can hear it, you know, and, and you know, piece it apart better, whether they agree with us or disagree with us, you know. Um, put it in the chat, you know, in the comment section under the whatever, but. The same way Kwanzaa has taken a hold into the black community, right? Kwanzaa has taken such a hold in the black community that more people know about Kwanzaa now than they do about the founder of Kwanzaa. And to the point where if you come behind now and you tell people, hey, let me drop some jewels on you, you know, because you you want to tell us about the white man holiday, Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Let me drop some jewels on you about Kwanzaa. <laughs> they go, oh, hey, you know, hey, you know, I'm still going to support Kwanzaa anyway because blah, 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 blah. They make the excuse to support Kwanzaa anyway and just overlook, you know, whatever, whatever. So do you feel like there's a possibility because you know that Tariq Nasheed, you know, along with many people besides you, a lot of people have identified him as an agent and a, and a, and a con man and a scammer. Um, 
But I mean, in real time, hold on, hold on. In reality, it could just be the bleeding over of his personality as a pimp, you know, because that's where he was. Maybe he was a failed pimp, but he came into the game as an author writing how to pimp books. And then from there, he transitioned to out of nowhere. He went from pimping books to um, what's the documentary? Oh, Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors. I'm about to say Living Color. Um, Hidden Colors. He come out of nowhere with that. So it could be maybe he's an honest guy that's trying to change himself, but he's still at his roots. He still got that pimp mentality. Or he could just never have switched from being a pimp. You know, he just could be just still pimping. No, it's it's, it's like it's like the Martin Luther King sickness. Uh, was Martin Luther King working for the for the government? Yeah, the big six is not hidden. But at the end, they smoked him because he woke up. So what, what's going on here is this. I'm not saying Tariq Nasheed's not a pimp. Oh, I'm the saying that. And opinions, wait believes, a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The views and opinions of the guests of the channel is may not be the exact full views. <laughs> Crip Jesus is hot. Crip Jesus is a hot nigga for sure. No, look, I'm saying that it's his lack of knowledge of self. Because even me, when I had students and was ranked up and had been to the, you know, had, you know, all to the nation and Nation of Guys and Herbs, and I was rocking with the Moors and all that. I still didn't know I was Gullah Geechee. You feel what I'm saying? Because they don't teach that. Neither one, none of those groups, bro. And this is a big part of history. This is bigger than just being part of some tribe, like I'm Cherokee or I'm this or that, which is big too, because the last leader of the Cherokee tribe was a man named Ramadan Ibn Wati. And they killed his son named Saladin Ibn Wati. But Gullah Geechee's bigger because they're still here and they just got recognized in 99. And I'm coming with a different aspect because my grandfather left me with the science of where our last name came from. And it wasn't where even the Gullah Geechee's that pledged in 99 to get their recognition to hopefully get a check did. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is we? Hold on. Queen, Queen, Queen Quet of the Gullah Geechee is out here saying we're slaves to hopefully get a check. She's even disregarding what a lot of the, the good Geechees push as far as their Aboriginal history and what I talk about in this book. So for that check, bro, they will pay you to be a slave. Well, hold on. This is what I want to say. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt your bill, but I did want to interrupt your bill at the same time because I want to insert this right there. Pause. What do you think about... the future in terms of the same way like you had you know the kwanzaa you know like what do you see as the future where this is possibly going to go you know what i mean in terms of the narrative that's being developed i can tell you exactly so their dream is to be able to completely design us and they already were working on it so kwanzaa you know what I mean? They say, okay, they don't like Christmas no more. They're mad at white Jesus or whatever. Ron, what do we got for them? Oh, I got something for you. Kwanzaa. Wow. Seven <laughs> days. Blah, blah, blah. So they give us Kwanzaa. They give us checks. 
will be stabilized and neutralized like the like the so-called Indians. You feel what I'm saying? So we'll just be FBAs or whatever the fuck. This is just another way to box us in and keep us from ever, ever, ever connecting back to our big, the big mystery, the big secret of what was the source of our massive wealth. It was the trade. And I'll prove it to you. The European man does that still now. He goes anywhere in this world, even in Europe, even in parts of Europe where he's not the same. You feel what I'm saying? He, he'll go to parts. Oh, I'm, I'm, I learned the language. I married in. Here we go. And we're the only one to, to, uh, we're the only one to have that division. It's like the brother just said, it's better to build the kids than tear down fools. You feel what I'm saying? So we need to build the kids with the truth. We're built, we're breaking down the kids. You feel what I'm saying? We're giving them all these stories of being whooped and chained and whatever we can latch onto that's a symbol of slavery or victimhood. It's almost like even in the role of parents, we took in this. And when you give them something that uplifts them, it gives them something that gives them a source of power on the international level. And it's just our truth. It's not even about like, oh, I came up with this special program of how we're going to uplift ourselves. No, it's the uncut truth with no bias, no group leading me, nobody backing the pay. And I visited all these groups to give you this. You feel what I'm saying? There, none, none of the groups I named, even the Gullah Geechee, are talking about the, uh, the connection between Hadi Selassie and the land he left there for us there and trading back and forth with Addis Ababa. And nobody wants to start the trade. And that's what the whole science of any of these groups was about, starting the trade back up to where we start having these conversations. A lot of the people who identify as Black Africans are rising up well, in consciousness now. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The further the conversation goes, the conversation eventually circles around to the educational system and the prison system, which is un, um, unreversibly intertwined, I believe, in this conversation because the nuances of the conversation are black stability, black growth, black economics, you know, black education, et cetera, et cetera. So in that, in that, you know, in that space, um, how do you see that philosophy, you know, moving forward? The black education is just as bad as the black diet. It's trapped inside of a black box. Well, hold on now. Hold on now. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because see, you when you do that, a lot of people are going to feel like you're attacking Umar Johnson because Umar Johnson is supposed to be the education guy. But Umar Johnson is always one little Debbie away from a full blown heart attack. Um, are you attacking Umar Johnson's um, weight? Or I'm not, not attacking nobody. I'm standing on the truth. Okay. I'm standing on truth. It's not about an attack. If it was attack, I'm going to throw the stones every year I hit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm standing on truth. And the truth is that I love all those brothers. But if what they're saying does not work for the mass majority, we listen, we had enough of the intellectual debates. There's enough 
quote unquote blacks were able to call themselves in 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 in, in uh view hill and in baltimore and up in the bougie elite around the corner got one or two houses we're talking about the people in the streets the ones that we're tired of seeing in, in the hip-hop videos shooting each other and twerking and do what what are they missing and they're missing the actual they're missing the opportunity to even choose between which one of those teachers they like because you're not giving them the full truth to begin with and that's what i went through so when i was given the full truth then i was able to sit there and say oh okay this is missing this this is missing that this is missing that now do i have thousands and thousands of years of history i have the missing keys and points that will give you that for example i talk about gullah wars this takes you okay if we were if we if a group of us that were later admittedly labeled negro black colored and all that were warring with them before they even started their country that shows and proves that their history is false and what they want to do is they want to give you a small little allowance to be a slave voluntarily i'll take that couple dollars send your police we don't never want to rise up to ever governing ourselves trading ourselves the european doesn't have any problem with being swedish and hold on they say they, they say umar johnson they say umar johnson is the prince of pan pizza right now that's that's pan pizza ding dong consciousness yeah feel good you feel me but i'm not even tripping off that whatever it takes to get you around to say yeah i'm down with you right once you're down with us we need to understand that it wasn't until i was given this identity that it put that responsibility on me to stand up for self that we weren't enslaved all that time that we were fighting back that there was plenty of free of us and that really what's going on now is many of us have moved into these cities left a lot of these lands behind we refuse to even investigate what our last names mean truly because we believe whatever they tell us that's even like i go into this book about how ancestry.com and familysearch.com are owned by the mormon church which is which is mostly involved with the cia and the fbi so well, they listen. want to give you the bloodline misunderstanding well see listen this and this is where i think the brother did have a good point here uh from the chat and this is why melanin diabetes research you know a strong cornerstone of our philosophy is the children in melanin versus diabetes research god is music and 120 is his magic number book two we talk about the fact that um a we talk about parenting in general and and controlling the temperament of the child and, and you know advancing the child's ability to learn and memorize and things like that but also mental mental health mental illness and the prison system being the largest um caretaker provider or, or, or care providers in the country for the mentally ill right now you know when i was a kid it was mental hospitals still you you was going to you was going to a mental hospital nowadays there's no more mental hospitals it's you going to jail and because that is monetized it's like it's it's two for one now because jail is monetized 
Also, the pharmaceutical care is monetized. So jail and the pharmaceutical care are monetized, which gives it an increasing, um, or, or what gives the government anyway, an increasing, um, you know, um, just, just the ability to be non-biased, you know, and for the people walking around in a state of not knowing, like people just don't know. Even the people, uh, even the people in the debate don't really know what it means that they're arguing about. Very few of the people in the debate really understand what the biochemical processes that are making all these people black are, whether they're from Africa, America, whether they were imported, whether they were exported, because the 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 underlying biochemical causes are the same. So I'm saying that Tariq Nasheed is probably a con artist because he might just have a financial interest in this entire conversation. It may not be something intrinsic. I, I believe, I believe that whether Umar is scamming or not, Umar largely believes in 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 at least uh, most of what he teaches. I think Ali Muhammad believes in most of what he teaches. I think Jabari believes in at least most of what he teaches. You know, I'm not convinced that Tariq Nasheed believes in what most of what he teaches. I, I think that, you know, um, his and, you know, his motivation might be purely finance based. Whereas Burner Boy, on the other hand, he might have. Um, Burner Boy might still be getting comfortable with the size of his platform. I think he might have spoke in a comfortable context when he should have realized that you got to be guarded at all times from that, that that position. Where you know, I think what I think his personal points might have been poorly communicated in, in that instance. You know what I'm saying? But I think that the FBA, although on the surface level, I think. It's hard to disagree with the surface values being a black person in America, you know, especially from the Bronx for me. So I can't not, I can't deny not agreeing with some of the surface level tenets of Tariq Nasheed and the, the FBA movement. But overall, I just think it's largely, largely ignorant. Um, yeah, I think it's largely ignorant, you know what I'm saying? And, and um, if I had to narrow my ideology down, it would be somewhere in between, I guess, the rest of the players on the table. Dane Calloway. Um, I think Dane Calloway has a lot of good points. I like Dane Calloway. I think Dane Calloway, you know, he got that light skin, Napoleon skin complex. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I find that light-skinned guys be, you know, when they get pro-black, they be going way too hard with it. Like, you know, calm down a little bit, champ. We get it. <laughs> but 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 I think Dane Calloway has some strong points. Um, you know, I, I like I like his style of research. I like his depth of, of research. I think he um I think his I think he knows how to stay in the in the right spaces when he, you know, approaches the subject. Um, you know, just before, because now we're approaching the two hours, we gotta get out of here. So I just wanted to throw my um, 
you know, we got your idea of the arguments. I wanted to put my um my understanding, you know. So before we come back next week, where we're gonna be breaking down, um, we're even gonna be going into uh, just for the people at home. Like this is a serious thing, you know. So we're even going to take it to a whole nother level in terms of the information that we're going to be presenting. Um, you know, we're going to be coming with the PowerPoint um, as well. So it's going to be one level to it where we're we're just talking, but then you know, there's going to be a whole nother level to it where. The PowerPoint has to come out and then Crip Jesus is going to have to pinpoint some of these key parts of the Jabari and Ali Muhammad conversation. So that way we can get um, some idea. And I know y'all looking like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Doc. Stop on that slide right there. Stop on that slide right there. We wanna we wanna see what what you nah 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 y'all don't get to get none of that right there. Y'all just get enough right there. I just wanted to show y'all what's in the in the clip. It's it's a lot in the clip. It's not just we just this, you know, we're not just talking to you know to be talking, but Wednesday we're gonna come back and Crip Jesus is gonna open up the canon and then you know we'll get to see if Crip Jesus actually knows what he's talking about or is Crip Jesus incorrect and Ali Muhammad really did, you know, or Jabari really bodied, you know, or maybe, you know, maybe they both incorrect and maybe, you know, Umar or Tariq Nasheed or whatever the case may be. But yeah. I'll be back. In the meantime, y'all tap in, get your copy of the Blue Bible. You can go to cribjesus.com. I'm even on riseofthemoors.org. Or you can find me on social media, you know what I mean, at Holy Crib Jesus on Instagram or at Crib Jesus Blue God on Twitter. I'm on threads. I'm on, I'm on, I'm, I'm everywhere, man. You know, omnipresent as I should be. You could Google me if you need to. But the point is, though, there's a missing piece that you're going to want your kids to know. You know, your kids are going to be seeing all this stuff on TV, read all these things in books. And they're never going to tell them the side, our side, that we had a nation, that we had an international nation, that we had a military, that it had a name, that it's still around, and that it, it matters. You feel what I'm saying? Because as long as it, once they can pay us, you know, they've already started with the Ancestry.com stuff, but once they can pay us completely, they just say, oh, yeah. <laughs> dollars that's what comes with the, all the uh, wow hold on no 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 oh yo that was the crazy cliffhanger right there like you built it up to that point you was getting ready to make and soon as you began to make your point it like broke up into some crazy stuff and then right after you said the main point it came back and you was talking again <laughs> Like that shit deleted out your main point. So bring that back. Yeah. Basically, what I was saying was 
like I said in the Blue Bible, their courts, their police departments, their laws, their science, it's not all bias and racist and so uh, pro pro uh, penitentiary de detention, even against its own people on accident. This is all by design. This is because when you see Ancestry.com and FamilySearch.com, they're controlled by the Mormon church, which highly recruits, which the FBI and CIA recruit most of its members from. This is a very locked in group. And all these said above groups believe in what's called manifest destiny, a teaching that there's a white Jesus and he promised this North America land to them. Once they get us to take a check to accept that, that yes, yes, you were brought here. No, you are the supreme people of the land and we were brought here. Once we take a check and accept that, then comes all the strings that comes along with their money. Just like we see the natives going right now. When we take a check and set that, it's just like a prison deal. They're, they're, they're record label contracts. They said another deal for it. And I don't want to sign the deal. I don't want to sign the pro records. No, because see, that's the phrase you laid out is a game changer. See, a lot of these conversations, people don't realize the majority of these fortunes are based in some form of fashion, manifest destiny. Even slavery is rolled up under or what what we experienced is forced labor whatever people are comfortable however people it's comfortable describing it the wars etc the cost the, the 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 human cost exactly. of the wars the, the the financial cost of the wars like manifest destiny is a is the overarching umbrella to push people through a process and that's where the link in the genetics and the biochemistry and the other part and this is why i'm saying people need to go get those books melanin yeah. versus diabetes research to, to get this understanding because the link from there is the out of africa theory and these genetics why is this narrative a part of why is this narrative and how, how come all this seems to happen to the people with this type of skin like what what's happening yeah. Why is this? What what the hell's going on with these special? What, like, what's going on with this group of people where all this got to happen? Hey, they was enslaved. They did this. They did like, what's up with these people? What's up? You know, if you're getting poisoned, your food, the, 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 the prisons, like, what is this thing? Whether you from Africa or yeah. America, you know, so I think we just got to go in and further depth and really, you know, bust this thing all the way out. Crib Jesus. Um, Thank you for your time breaking this down for the people and only the way that you could, you. brother. Uh, we're going to come back Wednesday at the God Hour for you uh, uncivilized 85ers. The God Hour is 7 p.m. Okay, 7 yes, p.m. Um, East Coast time. We will see y'all Wednesday and we will be going in deeper. And Crip Jesus will be completely destroying Ali Muhammad, Jabari, Burner Boy, 
Tariq Nasheed, Umar Johnson. I don't know all them niggas. That's just yeah. Crib Jesus for president. That's how we're gonna do. We're gonna Amen. Get your blue Bible. This is a backup from what I did last week with Minister Stinky Inky. I wouldn't be even thinking about this shit if you wouldn't have brought my name up and, and tried to drag me into this. And so um, now I got to show them and I got to show the people that what I said was real. This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. We get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold. We could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world that we can do well by doing right.